in your opinion what are the disadvantages of oracle database i mean amazing question honestly being i mean i really don't know what to say because it is uh, to deal with the negative side of oracle welcome back guys thanks for tuning into the daily dba show and i'm your host arun kumar from dba genesis and let us begin our show with the first question of the day and before i start guys one important thing i think today's show will be the quickest one because i think i have straightforward questions and i think i'm going to give straightforward answers to these questions so without wasting further time let's start with the first question of the day when must a dba plan for performing upgrade of database on a very simple note just to answer this question you cannot plan to upgrade the database until unless your application team or application vendor says that hey go ahead and upgrade the database because now our application supports the new database that's the only time and that's the most important time that dba should plan to upgrade the database the primary objective of database upgrade is the application must support if the application does not support the database that you want to upgrade then what's the point we also support as dba genesis provide lot of remote dba support to our clients across the globe and we still have clients who are still using oracle 10g version of the database because their application cannot support the latest releases of the database so it's not fault of the dba or it's not fault of the client that uh, the application or the database cannot be upgraded to the latest version so first the application must be compatible with the latest version that you plan to upgrade if the application is not compatible there's no point in upgrading the database that's the number one factor in defining the database upgrade so to answer your question directly when must a dba plan to performing upgrade of the database when your application is compatible with the latest version of the database that being said let's move on do we need to take separate license for real time apply no not required see real time apply what is the meaning of real time apply in general the redo entries are written onto the srls and from srls they are archived the archive logs are applied to the standby database that is the general functioning of a data guard but if you enable the real time apply what happens is the mrp will not read from the archive logs it will not wait for the srls to be archived what it will do is as and when the redo entries are being written to the srls automatically mrp will start applying them onto the standby database so for enabling real time apply you do not need to purchase any separate license that's as simple as that but as i mentioned in my previous episode that for active data guard you definitely need a license i forgot to mention one point guys for all the experienced dbas if you just want to open a physical standby and use it for queries then you don't need to buy an active data guard license so for others who do not know what is an active data guard if you just open the physical standby database it's called as active data guard right but there is a difference so you have to purchase a license only when you open the physical standby and 
you enable the background MRP apply, which will continue to apply the logs that are coming from primary to the active data guard, right? So that's the only area where you need to buy or purchase the active data guard license. To open a physical standby, you do not need a license. You can open, you can query, you can play around with the database. That's okay. Oracle is perfectly fine until unless you have kept the MRP disabled while you open the physical standby. But once you open the physical standby and MRP is up and running, gone. You need to have the active data guard license. That being said, I think coming back to the question, do we need to take separate license for real-time apply? Not required. Moving on, let's look at the next question. How to improve performance of EXPDP apart from parallel option? Guys, I think parallel option is great. You can use parallel option to speed up the EXPDP, IMPDP. I think that's one of the good option. But one important parameter that most of the DBS forget is direct equal to Y. So what is this direct equal to Y parameter? I know if you just Google up for this issue, you will get hundreds of recommendations. But those hundreds of recommendations do not have that much big impact on the export time. Okay, so why am I talking about direct equal to Y parameter, this new parameter? So what happens when you use direct equal to Y parameter? See, when you perform an export, let us look at the database architecture and understand how exports happen, right? So a data block is read, it goes to the memory, that's the database instance, and from the instance, it goes to the export file. That is the simplest step I'm talking about. So a block is read, it goes to the memory, and from memory it goes to the export file. Simple, easy. But when you use direct equal to Y parameter, the block is read and directly it is put into the export file. That way what is happening over here, you are eliminating one step of going to the memory and from memory to the export file. I think use this parameter direct equal to Y and I would love to know what is the improvement you have seen in the exports. If possible, please send me an email to support at dbagenesis.com and I would love to see the progress in your environment. Whew. I guess it looks like I'm speeding up today, so let me slow down a little bit and let's move on to the next question. User has mistakenly dropped a master table which has millions of records. You have only few minutes, say 15 to 30 minutes left for the database to go public. In this scenario, how to bring back the table? Flashback is disabled. All right, understand this guys. First of all, couple of things that do not matter in this question. How many rows and records the table has? I think just keep it aside. Flashback is disabled. I can tell you, you can also keep it aside because so for flashback, you need to understand this. Flashback must be enabled only when you want to use flashback database command. I would like to repeat it once again for all the other DBAs. When you say database flashback is disabled, it only means that you cannot perform flashback database. Okay. So if you query V$ database and if the flashback says no, it is disabled. It means, it only means that you cannot perform a flashback database as the entire database okay so which means as an entire database you cannot take the database back in time but all other types of flashbacks 
like you have flashback table, flashback query, and all other types of flashbacks you can 100% use inside the Oracle database even when the flashback is disabled at the database level. So I repeat, flashback database needs to be enabled inside the Oracle database only when you want to use entire database flashback or want to take the database back in time. But if the flashback database is disabled under V$ database, it's perfectly okay. You can always use all other types of flashbacks that are available inside the database. Now coming to the point, in this case, what happens is by default, if your database is up and running, definitely if a table has been dropped, so it might be lying in the recycle bin, what you can do is you can right away fire flashback database to before drop and I think you will get your table back. That being said, let's move on. Which is the most stable version in Oracle for upgrade? All right, this is a typical question guys because there is no right answer to this. I am telling you from all my experience working with so many clients, understand this. Any version that is released by Oracle is not the stable version. Very straightforward. In general, what clients do is they will always be one release or one set behind what Oracle has released. So for example, let's say you have 12.2.01. I'm just taking an example. So 12.2.01 or 12.2.02 is the latest release. So what clients will do is they will generally go with 12.2.01. So when Oracle will release 12.2.03, they will move to 12.2.02 because any new release that Oracle releases, clients will wait for others to fall into the trap and allows Oracle to get more mature, make some tweaks, repair some flaws, if any, and then only they will migrate to that or upgrade to that particular patch set level or sometimes the version also. Like I can give you one more example. Currently that DBA Genesis is supporting so many remote DBA clients Right now at this stage, we are seeing clients upgrading their databases from 12C to 18C. Understand this, even though Oracle has released 19C, clients are still only going for 18C. So I hope you get the idea. So it's not like whenever Oracle releases something new, you just go ahead and upgrade or apply the patch. It doesn't work like that. You should be one step behind the whatever patch set or whatever release that Oracle releases because it's a good idea. See, any product, any upgrade, any updates that are released by any company, any upgrade, any update, or any changes, any enhancements inside any kind of software that are released by any company, it will be buggy, okay? So what clients do is they will allow Oracle and the other clients who are called as early adopters. So there will always be a client base with Oracle which will act as early adopters. So all the early adopters will move their databases to the updated or the latest release. They will give the feedback to Oracle saying like, hey, I'm finding this issue, can you fix this? And that way the version or the patch set goes into an iterations and with those iterations, Oracle will try to fix those issues and that's how it's a good idea to stay one step behind whatever Oracle releases. Forget about Oracle guys, any kind of software, you just stay one step behind. 
and that's a good strategy i've seen these days the same strategy is being followed by application teams until unless it is forced or you have a situation where you have to upgrade that's a different case but sometimes it's good idea on a normal note that you stay one step behind the latest release patch set or whatever it is i hope this will help you so let's move on what will happen if we upgrade from 11.204 to 18c and keep compatible parameters still 11.204 understand this guys even though you have upgraded the database to 18c and you still want to keep the compatible parameter as 11.204 what happens in this case you have the new oracle home the new oracle home is of 18c version you have all the utilities powers of 18c version but you won't be able to use it until unless you change the compatible parameter so what happens when you keep the compatible parameter as 11.204 even though your oracle home has been upgraded to 18c you will still be able to use the oracle database but you will be able to use all the functionalities of 11.204 database only you won't be able to use the new functionalities of the 18c database and that's the reason what happens is like after you perform the upgrade it's a good practice you change this compatible parameter after 30 days because once you change it you cannot roll back right so to keep the answer simple if you keep the compatible parameter to the previous version before the upgrade even though you upgrade the database you will not be able to use the new features of the database you will still be using the old features only once you just change the compatible parameter to the version that you upgraded then you can definitely use all the features of 18c like in your case all right guys that's all for today i think i had these questions i would highly encourage you guys to go ahead and use support.dbgenesis.com that's the library where i put all my scripts all my real-time clients documentation everything that i use for our remote dba support clients i have kept all the scripts into one location so that you and i can use that one place in all our environments and by the way guys if you personally believe that there is some missing article on support.dbgenesis.com and if you want to contribute to support.dbgenesis.com with your articles you can always send those articles to me and I'll review those articles and if I believe like it can help all our DBA community I would definitely go ahead and upload that article on support.dbagenesis.com so where to send those emails support at dbagenesis.com once you send the email I'll review the documents articles scripts and then upload it onto support.dbagenesis.com because I want to make it like one place for all the DBAs right understand how simple all of our life will be like if we have one library for all the database articles and you can use and access it from anywhere in the world so i don't want to restrict only myself to put the articles on support.dbgenesis.com i want all of you to contribute to the knowledge base and send in your articles if you believe that an article is important to you and an article will also help all the other dbas Please note, all practical articles are accepted. No theory articles are accepted on the knowledge base because we just want to keep it as a library of Oracle database activities that any DBA in the world can search, 
look at these steps and perform it in real time. I think all the theory stuff, we will leave it for YouTube or some other platform. But for support.dbgenesis.com, we will keep it as Oracle activity-based library. Any activity that you perform, we must have one library where everyone logs in and boom, they get the answer. That being said guys, keep commenting below the videos. I'll try to answer as many questions as possible. Please apologize in case I'm not able to pick up some of your questions, but I'm trying my best because I'm getting a lot of emails, a lot of messages. And now let us move on to the most exciting part of the show. That is the bonus question. All right, guys, I'm back and guys, this is one of the most interesting questions I have got till date. So when I got this question, actually it made me think for a period of time. I mean, I was actually touched by this question. So I have chosen this particular question as the bonus question for this show. And let me first read out the question and I think it will be an exciting one to answer for all of you. So this question goes something like this. In your opinion, what are the disadvantages of Oracle database? I mean, amazing question. Honestly, being, I mean, I really don't know what to say because it is uh, to deal with the negative side of Oracle. So let me think of the important things when it comes to Oracle and then think of the opposite of those important thing, things because I'm trying to frame my answers, but really so let me talk about the disadvantages of oracle and it's hard for a person like me to talk about disadvantages because i'm actually in love with oracle database so i guess the number one reason for people not going for oracle database is the cost because oracle is the leading database in the market right it has 58 percent of the entire global uh, what do you call clients and it has like like if you count all the database clients in the world so 58 percent clients are with oracle database so that's a huge market share right now when oracle is having such a huge market share where are those other 42 percent clients are running behind so these 42 percent people or the clients are unable to actually go for the oracle database because of the licenses or sometimes they don't need to go for a paid or in software or a database like Oracle because there are better alternatives and nowadays we also have open source databases. That being said, I think one of the biggest disadvantages of Oracle database is the cost. So I believe like if Oracle thinks on these lines and reduce the cost, I think more and more people might migrate to the Oracle database. The next one would be the complexity. Oracle is highly complex guys. So it's not an easy task to perform an Oracle database clone. You just can't do a right click clone, copy paste and your database will be copied. I think look at the complexity from the perspective of SP file. So you have a parameter file, you have an SP file. Do we actually need those two files? I mean, I don't think so. And understand when we have to change one static parameter, it's so hard sometimes while cloning, we have to go with the P file and then we have to create an SP file and once we have an SP file sometimes we need to create a P file and reference an SP file that resides on ASM. I think that's nonsense. 
things can be more simple and things can be even easy when it comes to Oracle database. For a very simple task, there are a lot of steps that needs to be followed to achieve the output. So I guess the second most important point for um, hating Oracle would be the complexity, like it's really complex piece of stuff. And I guess the third option that I can give you for the disadvantages of not having or disadvantages of Oracle database is, I guess you need an expert to handle Oracle database. Like you can't pick up an immature from the market and ask the immature to right away go ahead and set up the server, perform the cloning, set up a physical standby or manage a production environment or set up monitoring for all your databases. I think it's highly complex stuff and that's the only reason why in some of the countries still Oracle is the highly paid job. So if you do a quick survey on Google in your area, you might see what are the salaries for an Oracle DBA. I think it will be pretty handsome. And I know some of the experienced DBAs might debate and comment saying like, come on Arun, the salaries are not handsome yet. But comparatively, when I talk about other DBAs, definitely Oracle DBAs earn a good amount of money. That being said, so what are the disadvantages of Oracle database? I think one of the disadvantages is the cost. The second one would be the complexity. I think it's a highly complex piece of software. And the third one would definitely be you need an expert to handle an Oracle database. It's not an easy task to give your Oracle database environment to an immature DBA. That being said, guys, I think I enjoyed the show and I personally like the bonus question because it made me think a lot. I'm personally fan of Oracle database and for me to talk about Oracle disadvantages was one of the biggest challenges. Any which ways, I personally love challenges and Oracle errors. Meanwhile, you all keep commenting your questions, doubts below this video and I will see you in the next episode. Alright, till then take care. Bye-bye.